Institute and you're doing some wonderful fundamental research. I'm wondering if you can just give us a little bit of an introduction on how you got to be there and work with these amazing little animals that we'll talk about in just a moment. Certainly. So I actually have a joint appointment between the Brain Institute and the School of Mathematics and Physics at the University of Queensland. So my original training was actually in maths and physics, and originally I wanted to be um, uh, like study quantum physics and so on. And um, I certainly enjoy studying that at university. But by the time I finished my degree, I decided um, that was perhaps enough of that for the time being. And I wanted to do something different. And I, I played music for a while and uh, tried to make a living at that and discovered how hard that was. And um, then I got interested in artificial intelligence and I did a master's degree in artificial intelligence. And through that, I began to get interested in how real brains work. And so I did a PhD in cognitive science and um, studied in that I studied uh, neural network models for brain development, particularly in the visual system. And then that was all in the UK. Then I moved to the US and did postdoctoral work in this area of computational neuroscience, which is using mathematical and um, physics ideas to try and understand computations that uh, brains perform. And then I got a a faculty position at... um, Georgetown University Medical School in Washington, D.C., and um, continued my research in in computational neuroscience. And then in 2005, I I moved to the University of Queensland. Wow, so you're a real multidisciplinarian. What did you do do in your spare time? But I I think it's fascinating. You sit there, you're saying you you did uh, studies and, and deep things and hard work, and then you thought, wow, I think I'll go off and be a musician. It's amazing. Uh, how how polymorphic a lot of people who work in this area are because we are sitting here. Matt is a, a, a composer and keyboard uh, player and uh, construction. I'm was an actor. I'm also a songwriter and uh, and there you are. So all th- all three of us have this other way of expressing the way our brain works, which is not. So it's not just about when people talk about oh you're just all academic and you're all really dry and you're all really boring. Well, actually, no. We, we've got a, a fascinating view of the world which uh, can pinpoint on both just uh, right-brained uh, uh, frameworks of, of creativity and expression as well as this very fine-pointed, detailed uh, work. And I think the connection of those two things, uh, 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 Joseph Ledoux, who we all know very well and things, with his mad amygdaloids, it, it's just really interesting that we're not just in it for the fine detailed science, we're in it for there's something else going on in our brains. And that's what interests me about why someone would study a fish. Tell us tell us about the zebrafish in your lab. Right. So the reason we study zebrafish is um, because they're just a fantastic model system for asking certain kinds of questions in neuroscience. So what's great about zebrafish is um, that they grow up Uh, very quickly and so we're particularly interested in uh, brain development so it's very nice system for looking at brain development and also zebrafish young zebrafish are transparent early on and you can insert uh, genes which make the calcium in their neurons glow 